Okay, we're live. This is the real one, not the test. doing this with one mic instead of two today yeah it feels really weird it feels like our let's get suspicious days i know i really liked having my own mic but um we don't they're incompatible we don't understand technology (laughs) i don't understand sound even though i literally took a tech course last year which is really sad (laughs) sorry mike Um, i didn't retain like most of the information you provided us with via or regarding mics yeah so um so hopefully this sounds okay i don't know we'll see i think i sounded a little bit like quieter in the last one Um, yeah it's okay i think my mic is weird anyway we'll figure it out in post (laughs) if if need be um how are you doing i'm fine work i feel like (laughs) you know we live together so it's not that much of a surprise i don't know i mean it's today was an awful day weather wise like the snow decided to pour down it was like wet snow um i walked to staples today because i got this poster printed finally that i'm putting into my room and like it was such a horrible walk like the walk itself was nice but the weather just contributed to a really bad environment and my hair got freaking soaking wet. I felt like walking into Gerard Square. I was like, what's happening Jesus right now? Christ. Yeah, yeah it's like I took a like shower. Not where you want to <laughs> be with wet ass hair. hair. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I guess we don't know what's happening with Toronto being in a second lockdown. Oh my which God, is lockdown. Iconic. Had we recorded our, was our last episode? That was before the yeah, lockdown. Yeah, it was before was announced, the lockdown. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lockdown so, 2.0. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know. It's okay. It's like, if the weather is bad anyways, who wants to go outside? Not me. Yeah, literally. It's yeah. fine. I'm, yeah. I like... You? How are you? Well, <laughs> well I mean, I I know. I feel like that's a very redundant question. To but I feel like we have other. to ask how we are for, like, the audience. For the people. Okay, what um, are your updates? Well, I'm literally getting an organ removed tomorrow, so really I'm, about as, I'm about as good as I can be, considering all that. Um, Everyone, please pray for Stefan. I actually really do appreciate prayers. I'm not. I do too. I know some people think that it's like redundant. I cheesy. Do believe in the power of prayer. I I do too. Do believe that if you pray for someone, that it actually helps them and that it sends good vibes. And um, I appreciate that. So yeah, I mean, I have to say, I'm not a child of the church per se, but I do believe that there is a great power in praying. Yeah. I I literally (laughs) I I literally prayed for you today. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, well, I'll pray for you tomorrow. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, so I've been, like, quarantined for the last two weeks, which has been interesting. Um, I don't know what the weather's like. <laughs> I've been outside one Once. time, and that was to get my COVID test that I have to Prior get to before the surgery. my surgery. Anyway, well, um, I love that I'm always, like, 
in like the throes of like medical anguish <laughs> um, whenever we record these podcasts. I think that that's really it says a lot about that's just how you how are. I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's um, okay. Everyone send your good vibes yeah. to Stefan. This could be Manifest. my last episode. Don't say that. <laughs> I hate. We were just talking about this that like. In the past knock few on days, wood. I'm knock on wood. wood, I'm knocking on wood as well. Um, I was just saying, we were talking about this the other day, that I feel like with Slavic mothers, particularly, mm-hmm. um, they hate any iteration of like tempting fate in whatever form possible. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think our um, our generation is very like self-deprecating, and we always talk about like killing ourselves. which I love but yeah well that's like just a common rhetoric I'm sorry but if you ever say like oh my god I'm gonna die or like oh holy shit I'm gonna kill myself if I ever say that like around my mom she gets so angry at me we gotta talk about it and um in high school about about saying you're not allowed to oh my god yeah we gotta talk what what was was the talk like what was that I don't know if I should um okay (laughs) no no it's funny well it's not funny it's just like it was like the thing to do and In our senior year, it was just the thing to do was to be like, I'm going to kill KMS. myself. KMS. 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 Um, so, <laughs> so, um, anyway, I, I just, I remember, uh, there was like some, there were a couple people that were bothered by it. And so we got like talked to and, um, it like, I didn't stop at all. I really should have, but I just like, it was oh part my of God. my lingo. It's my, it was, it's um, part of your identity. Part of my identity. You can't chip that away. So. I actually, I, I do know what you mean, though. Like, as I've gotten older, um, I... <clears throat> well, I'm getting choked wow. up. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> going to cry? Um, as I've gotten older, <laughs> I'm, like, really upset about how old I am. <laughs> um, oh. As I've gotten older... The old age of 22. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have just, like, realized how many ways that... Um, you can get fucked over by fate or by, like, chance. Yeah, and no. And so, like, that's why I'm, like, even more careful now. I agree. I feel like as I've matured over these past few years i've definitely become more superstitious so i definitely empathize with my mother's feelings but like yeah. as an angsty 17 year old you're you like have to fuck you mom you don't get yeah, what i'm talking about actually. just kidding i take that back because mm-hmm. i'm superstitious now and i don't want to say f my mother it's bad Whoa. luck <laughs> um yeah <laughs> anyway that's what's happening with me okay well um, we're manifesting good vibes yeah it's okay are you gonna have like a pre-surgery ritual tomorrow morning um <laughs> no well i can't eat, eat cin- so that's like oh, actually too bad you couldn't eat like any cinnamon toast crunch prior to going into your surgery i know i know i think that they don't want to like operate on me and that i like bleed cinnamon toast cr- i don't know how it works but or, i like, mean yeah i think you just or, like, have I vomit to go cinnamon toast crunch during <laughs> my surgery yeah um yeah so i, I won't eat which is actually you know, like, pretty usual, I think. <laughs> yeah, you don't morning. eat until, like, 11, noon. noon. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's fine. So, I, I don't know. That's it. Maybe I'll try to, like, do some yoga. Yeah. I just, I don't know. What what can I do to give my, my body, like, a, a boost before it gets, I like, mean, yeah. <laughs> I would I would say yoga. I'm a, a yogi advocate. Whoa. Um, yeah, we should do, like, a group meditation. Group just the two of us mm-hmm. we just come sit on our beautiful persian rug and like do yeah. some morning meditation we'll do a, a two-person circle prayer yeah very vital yeah um 
Anyway, it should be fine. Cute. I don't know. I'm, It'll be great. Like not, I have, like, am stressed We're about affirming. it, but I'm going to say that I'm not stressed about yeah. it because it's, like, because <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> be stressed Words of affirmation, it. yeah, it's going to go well. It has great. to go well. If anything, it's, like, really been good because with your gallbladder, like, you can't eat. You're, like, trying to eat less fat. And right. I guess my doctor was, like, it's fine. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to do any, you don't have to change your diet. Oh and God. I was, like, no, I'm fully, like. And so yeah, now we're like on a no fat kick. Which no is fat kick. We have one awful. one tablespoon of olive oil <laughs> in any dish we make or prepare, which is so restrictive. It really like fat makes things taste good. It does. Period. I'm sorry. So how are we gonna live in Italy with no <laughs> olive oil, girl? I hope that, that won't be an issue. No, it won't. Um, move to Italy. We'll get you back um, on that high fat diet before. Oh yeah, I can't wait. In no time. Anyway. Cute. Um, Should we get to music? Yeah, let's get to music. <laughs> that is, after all, what we're doing here. Cute. Um, I think maybe you should introduce what we're talking about today. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so today we're talking about um, It Is What It Is, which is Thundercat's newest album. It came out April of this year. Um, and this album was recommended by a really dear friend of mine from back home, Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Thank you for your album <laughs> recommendation. Um, and she's a huge Thundercat fan. And she's kind of put me on to like a lot of this groovier, funkier music. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabrina herself studied at Berkeley. I don't know if that is information I should disclose. But I think a lot of people know fine. she goes there. Yeah. Anyways, but... Yeah, and I guess in in the recent like in the past year or so, she's gotten into more like more into production, and she produces a lot of her own stuff. So I definitely see after listening to this album, like how he has probably played a huge inspiration into her own music and like learning how to do production and stuff because it's a very like very produced produced album in this in the sense that there are a million different sounds happening and it's really cool. Um, but. Yeah, I definitely am thankful for Sabrina's <laughs> recommendations <laughs> always, such as this one. Yeah, and I don't know Sabrina. I'm probably going to meet her soon. Cause soon, when I go to Vancouver for, for the Christmas holidays. break with yeah. me. Um, so I'm looking forward yeah. to it. But this has actually given me, I think this has given me insight on insight on who Sabrina is. Oh, really? You know? That's cool. I think that's part of like, yeah. the point of this podcast, right? Is to like, get to know our friends totally. through their like music choices. Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely hear her yeah. when I listen to this. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a lot of what she listens to or, like, a main artist that she is really inspired by and influenced by. Right. Um, so, yeah. Have you listened to Thundercat before? Because I I have. I've listened to Drunk, which is his album from 2017, and I have seen him around i like don't know i know i've like never listened to really i've like heard i listened to pimp a butterfly for the first time this summer yeah i remember you were on the train (laughs) were you going to ottawa i was going to ottawa i listened to pimp a butter i listened to to pimp a butterfly and uh it was a great experience yeah i I really felt like i was like so late to it like (laughs) it's okay um everyone was listening to that you're getting on to your rock game yeah exactly i like i'm trying it's never too late I'm trying to open myself up to, like, more, like, rap music and Mm -hmm. stuff. Although this isn't really rap music, but, like... It's definitely a specific sound, though. Yeah. It's cool. I, like, looked it up because I... So, listening to the album... Okay, first of all, I have to be, like, full, like, full honesty. Yeah. I'm, like, such an idiot, and I listened to half the album on shuffle before I I realized (laughs) that it was, uh... 
that it was on shuffle. I was, like, cooking. Awful. Um, and so I had to, like, I was, like, this sounds really fucking disjunct. Like, I was, like, this sounds so weird. Like, why is <laughs> like, it, like, it's jumping not flowing in the way it should vibe? be. Yeah, and then I was, like, oh, shit, my, like, my, uh... My shuffle's on, yeah. so I have to, like, re-listen to it, which is actually kind of nice. I got to know the vibe first yeah. before I, I listened to it a bit more yeah. intently. Right. But I had to look up what the style was, because I was like, what is this, like, weird... I, like, yeah. wrote down, like, hyper harmony, like, mm-hmm. hyper harmonic. Like, it, it, it... So, anyway, when I Googled it, yeah. it, it came up as, like, up? acid jazz, which I, like, Oh, yeah, Okay. I've never heard of acid jazz. It's not I don't a, know too don't much know. about it, but yeah, I guess I've heard a bit about acid jazz, but it sounds like that, I guess, now that you put it yeah, with that term. It's like, I used to go to these um, jam sessions when I was volunteering for Jazz Fest in Ottawa, and yeah. it would be just like, and like jazz jam, sh- jam sessions are so funny because it's just like, often it can be just like really like so much like, like chaotic, chaotic <laughs> but it's like so fun and you're like really like yeah. vibing. Um, but it was, like, that mixed with, like, really interesting uh, electronic mm-hmm. and, like, uh, like I guess, like, any, like, non-acoustic sound. Yeah. And um, so that was, like, I was just, like, so... I didn't know what the style was called. So, anyway, it's good to know that it's called, like, sort of, like, acid jazz. It's, like, influenced by funk and by mm-hmm. um, R&B and, like, other genres yeah. like that. So, anyway, what were your thoughts? Were you, what are your, like... First impression. My, my first yeah. impression. Like, my general know, thoughts. Let's go. Let's get it going. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this is definitely I only know I mean I've listened to Drunk before his mm-hmm. previous album or the one from 2017 that has them changes on it, which is like I think that was actually originally on one of his EPs and then he re-released it on Drunk, but that's like one of his if not most well-known song and Mm. it's like super funky it's like one of my favorite songs still to this day it's super fun um but yeah I definitely think like this is a newer vibe and I haven't listened to Thundercat in like so long and I haven't just like sat down and Mm. listened to Thundercat I think it's definitely been more like playing in the background um in in like the most recent in the past few years as I've kind of been Mm. listening to him but yeah, I mean, first of all, I will just say that he is a phenomenal bassist. Like, uh, yeah. literally, I love bass. Mm. I wish... I've, I've said this 25 times, like, <laughs> literally a million times um, to our friend Cole, who's a bassist. Hi, Cole. But, like, I literally have told Cole a, a million times that I was like, if I could be any other... If I could play any other instrument and I couldn't be a singer, I would definitely play bass. And, like, I'm, like, a fucking broken record in that way. Uh. But, like, I I'm just... Female bassists are, like, a breed of their own. Yeah, and like, I'm short. So, and if I played uh, upright, it'd everything. be, like, such a contrast. Oh Anyways. Um, wow. But, yeah, I actually, like... <laughs> so, I am, like... I praise him for his bass playing because he's a freaking wizard on the bass. Right. And I watched this interview with him after listening to this album where he was, like... I wasn't really an interview, but he was, like, breaking down famous bass lines, and he was just kind Mm -hmm. of discussing them and how he kind of approaches playing them. And one of the things he, like, said was that I thought was really interesting was the thing about bass is that people oftentimes don't really know how to categorize it as an instrument because when you think of rhythm, you think of drums. Mm -hmm. And then when you think of, like, melody and harmonics, you think of, like, piano or instruments in that kind of milieu. But, like, bass is actually 
an instrument that kind of falls smack right in the middle because you have to have that rhythm in order to play bass, but you obviously have to understand like harmony too. Mm. And so I just thought that was a really cool idea. And I was like, yeah, I've never thought about bass in that way. But now that he says that, it like totally makes sense to me. And even as somebody who literally does not play the bass whatsoever, um, even though I really want to. (laughs) um, So yeah, I definitely, you know, he has a really deep understanding of his instrument, which is awesome. And I think this album really kind of showcases, you know, that exactly and precisely, but also this album is so experimental. Mm. I mean, like, similar to Bjork, like, in a lot of, like, in, oh, wait, you know, just to any... bring... Oh, yeah, <laughs> wait. Uh, hold, the, hold the phone. So we have, we're, we're starting this segment on this show <laughs> called Hot Take Take Back. Yeah. Um, I love a segment. Uh, it's... <laughs> I love a segment, It's an too. opportunity after an episode that we've, like, published for us to take back a hot take that we might have been wrong on. Yeah. So do you have any to take back (laughs) since last week? Um, I do. Okay. I said in that last episode that I didn't like Big Time Sensuality, which is, like, in the middle of debut somewhere, Mm. and, like, I literally added it to one of my playlists (laughs) the other day, and I was like, wow, I'm such a freaking hypocrite. Like, I don't know, but that's the thing is, like, it's definitely debut is obviously one of those albums that takes time to settle right and so it for me i felt like big time sensuality and actually like a few of the other songs that i didn't really click with right away it took like literally a week for me to like not even just listen to it but just literally think about it in my spare time and i was like oh yeah wait i kind of like the sound of this Mm. song and so for me i'm interested to see if that's the same effect that is I'm gonna have or the Thundercat album is gonna have on me because it's not that I didn't enjoy it I actually really enjoyed it and I think like again he's a great player and he makes amazing music and he produces so well Mm. but I definitely think you have to come into listening to his album with like a specific ear if that makes sense yeah um but yeah, I don't think, like, I could listen to this album every single day. I think I would need to be in a specific mood to listen to it. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts are. Like, give I me agree. your take. Sorry, also, I turned down the gain. If we sound quieter, I was, oh, yeah. like, looking at the bar. Or the, <laughs> the Flying waves. up. I was like, damn, we're loud. We're loud. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I felt, too. I, like, so, listening through it, I felt that um, it was one of those things where it's... I think it's, like, purposefully muddy in its layering. Yeah. Like, not in a bad way. No, not at all. But in, like, um... I don't know, like, it it, it kind of feels, like, a bit impressionist, almost. Which, mm. like, is a weird word to use yeah. for... I mean, you've been um, learning a lot about impressionism lately. a lot lately. about impressionism. Um, <laughs> but, anyway, it, it does feel sort of, like... So, there was a through line, which I followed. Um, but I felt like there were not that many moments that really, like stuck with me mm-hmm. there were actually out of them the whole album which i know that a couple other like reviewers and critics have noted have been that the humor is really really prevalent throughout and that those are the songs that really stuck out to me like the the do-rag song i thought was like yeah. really really funny i yeah, loved my favorite so nice. <laughs> out of all of them was i love louis cole oh interesting that okay. one was like so cute it was yeah just, like, it, i thought it was like so adorable that he was just like yeah. talking about how fun it is to like hang out with his friend and like get 
drunk and yeah. not remember anything and like i just thought it was like <laughs> so, so endearing because um, we all love doing that yeah so those were the moments that like stuck out to me and also like i really like this is sort of i guess this isn't we're not doing it in order or whatever but no it's fine. the the ty dollar sign um verse at the end was yeah. really i just felt it came at the perfect time and it really added something like i wish there had been maybe a bit more variety in mm. the the rest of the songs in the same way that that one had some variety because yeah. hearing like a different voice was actually really refreshing it like kind of pulled you out of the haze a little bit yeah and um wait is that i love louis cole is that the one with ty dollar sign no it's the one oh wait that's end. fair chance think, right Sorry, yeah I'm... 12 i think right yeah okay um so and also the bass solos really stood out to me like obviously yeah. i can't like remember them but I, like when i was listening to them there were these like moments that kind of jumped out of the the like sort of bass layer of, of harmony yeah. and and tracks that was that were laid down which i really really liked but i did feel like sometimes it was hard to um to hold on to something for too long yeah but i think it also merits a like a third listen i guess because i did listen to it twice yeah once on yeah Once-on-shuffle. one and a half times or whatever um i think i, I think with more listens, I would get more comfortable with the songs that I like and yeah. get more curious about the songs that I felt were kind of just, um, like, bridge songs between bigger moments on the album. Yeah. No, so. I definitely agree. And I feel like when I was listening to this, I mean, you know, I was, like, thinking, I was like, I feel like there are artists who make certain songs stick out or they want, like, all of their songs to you know, have this really kind of bold tone and be able to be something that you remember distinctly. But right. I feel like maybe that was the point. I yeah, mean, when I, cause yeah. when I listened to it, I was like, well, this all flows so nicely. And mm. some of the songs would actually like, I think, Oh my God, which one was it? Um, Oh, exit existential dread going into it is what it is, which is, which are the last two songs on the album. Like I literally for half of it is what it is. I thought it was still existential dread. Yeah, it was and really so, smooth. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, take, <clears throat> I was kind of like taking mental notes of like, Oh, this is existential dread. I really like what he does in this song. And then I like opened my phone and it was already halfway through the last song. And I was like, Oh, what? I didn't even notice that that is how he like transitioned into the last piece. So I feel like, Obviously, he wants it to be, like, a very seamless Mm. piece and a very seamless work. And I think that's super cool. But I think the other thing he does that's really interesting to me is, like, besides... Is your leg okay? No, my leg is, like, fully asleep. No! (laughs) That's so funny. That happened to me the other day. It was awful. (laughs) I know. It's, like, shake your leg. (laughs) It's really intimate. Well, um... um. Yeah. the, The thing that was interesting for me is, like, um, was that... Even though he had these really seamless transitions, right. he faded so many of his songs, which so many artists. I, I was thinking out. of okay. you when that happened because okay. I was like, Stefan always says no artist today fades out their music. I, the and here's Thundercat. Why is the fade out not happening anymore? <laughs> He's like I, fading it out, and I thought it worked so well. I but like so strongly <laughs> believe. Well, <laughs> wow, the lines are just the frequencies <laughs> up, girl. <laughs> like, going I off. so strongly believe in a fade out like i think it is such a powerful mm-hmm. tool and i think that this like weird fixation on having 
everything like start like even a fade in like a fade in is so cool too like, yeah i just think that I agree. it creates obviously like i mean it's obvious that what the the tool is for which is to kind of like have it appear seamlessly from silence yeah. and to have it sort of um not really like <laughs> announce itself or announce its departure which i think is like really really good and certain songs like really benefit from that yeah and i thought that he used it really really well there were moments where the songs just like flowed into each other and there were moments where they faded into silence and all of those felt really really like sort of earned yeah you know and i felt yeah. like there were the songs that faded were i i don't know it just keeps your interest a little bit yeah why do you feel like fades aren't done anymore um well, Isn't I don't it, know. Like, it's like all answer? these like trends. Like I'm so over. Like I'm gonna get like canceled. And no, no, I'm not. But it's <laughs> yeah, like... get yourself canceled <laughs> by the music community. No, no, no. But I like this like whole like two minute like Spotify song that yeah. like is like a hook <laughs> in like, two verses. To me, like just like blows. Like I really don't like it. And I know there were a lot of so- short songs in this. Yeah, which I think is like, I thought it was effective because obviously there was like um an arc yeah and so it wasn't like it was grouped in like groups of like three or four songs right so that was effective then it makes it like seven minutes long if you look at it on a larger scale if you look at like a few songs being grouped together but it's just sort of cynical because like everyone knows that the reason why these songs are so short and probably why Thundercats, some of his songs are so short, which isn't a criticism, it's just like the way the music industry works now, where like the songs are short because they get more plays. Yeah. You know, but then they're also a lot of the time when it's a song that isn't like, um, like a sort of like a, a moment the way Thundercat has made them when it's, um, God, I can't think of an artist, but like, you know, there's like a lot of like rap artists, yeah. who, like really short songs. Right. Like, Gucci Gang is, like... I mean, Kanye song- has, like, yeah. a few on, like, um, what's the album? On God or whatever. Yeah, what? <laughs> uh, that's, like, album? not right. Yeah, it's, like, Follow Jesus or something. I don't know. Oh, God. Something to do with the choice. I don't um, know. Yeah. No, I think that... But there's songs like that where I've heard songs recently that you're just getting into them and then they end. Yeah. And it really frustrates me. And that's another thing with the fade out, too. I think it was just, like, in style for a while. Yeah. I think the fade out is really well made for radio playing too. Right. You know, I think that, um, but most people don't listen to the radio anymore. Like who listens yeah, to the radio? Not me. Um, we listen to like Spotify, radio. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like with Spotify, it's like you, because you have control over it. Right. You, you like, yeah, you, you choose when it starts and stops. It doesn't have to like, it doesn't have to, like, hold your interest as much because you're, like, aware of... Also, you're also aware of what's playing. Like, you know, there's just, like, a yeah. different, like, mental experience. I mean, yeah, definitely. I feel like that's the same... The radio thing is, like, the same mentality as, like, if you're watching a movie yeah. in the cinema. Like, you don't... You can't stop and start the movie. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, buckle up. You better have, like, peed before you sat down because you're yeah. going to sit here for two hours and if you have to go pee during the middle of the movie, you're going to miss that part god i hated when i would like go to a movie and have to pee halfway (laughs) yeah i'm like a a very like preemptive peer i like pee and i like remember to remember like whenever i I, like (laughs) don't have to i just like force myself to well i would like actually i can't remember my parents if we would get uh snacks at the movies but if like i not mine yeah not mine when i was younger slaps i hate them (laughs) i have such a toronto memory so like my um we have like a family friend um who's like he's like my godfather but we like were like friends with their family um and when we were younger i have this like memory of uh 
us like smuggling like these like ziploc bags of oh popcorn into the movie, which is so slavic which like, i love literally um, i think it was like only until i was 16 or like probably younger that my mom let us buy movie theater popcorn really yeah it's like really not good for you well of course it isn't no, but, no, but like, <laughs> what, what do you expect me to do watch a movie no, with no food but I mean, like, okay honestly though you know it's a fucking it's awful habit by the way is like having have you ever had not movie theater popcorn watching a movie at the movie theater like when i went to like a vip cinema no no when i like having like food or like (laughs) oh yeah you know like like a meal that to me is like everything i brought sushi into movie theater several times mcdonald's i brought mcdonald's i remember there was this movie theater at the rito shopping center in ottawa all the way at the top floor and I think I went to go see, like, Insidious and some Twilight premieres there. Wow. And I, like, remember... <laughs> Very like, fitting. I remember they had, like, tables at the back, like, weirdly. And I, like, oh sat God. a couple times and, like, <laughs> ate McDonald's and watched, watched Twilight. Insidious. It was or Insidious. It was really, really great. <laughs> your fries, like, flew out of your... I was so scared. You were so scared <laughs> out. <laughs> um, so... Oh, God, what were we talking about? Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> um, um, oh, how, like... We don't. We have control over what we play yeah. with Spotify versus listening to the radio. Yeah, it's controlled by somebody else, so we kind of can't lose interest. And we also have like a shorter attention span. Now. Oh, definitely. So it's not just like the artist's fault by any no. means, or the industry's fault. I think it's like a no, supply and demand perpetuated situation. for sure. Yeah, but I think it's a. I think it's it's um, a weird move because part of me like really wants to be taken like we were saying this album not every song takes you on a journey yeah one is like a bridge one is like even like the tail end of the last song like that's the way that they kind of yeah um are mixed right but i am one of those people who really enjoys like a four minute you know three minute 45 second yeah like song like a pop song that like takes you from point a to point b yeah i think that that kind of songwriting too is like not done yeah often um because and i also think it takes a bit more like a, a just a better att- like i don't have a great attention span so this isn't like a critique yeah no, i'm working on literally it. I'm trying to train myself i'm like, like i feel like a dog pages of madame bovary and being like oh, fuck <laughs> you're like well bear i don't yeah. i don't worry about <laughs> this so anymore confused. why is yeah. why are there so many details why are there so many words? <laughs> he's like there's chickens like I just, it's exhausting yeah um, no i really like it actually it's a good book um but flaubert is not canceled <laughs> Um, um real is king yeah anyway i think it's but i i i will say despite my like my uncom like my discomfort with short songs i do feel he, like he used them anyway they didn't they didn't feel short yeah no he didn't he did it well yeah and yeah i was gonna <laughs> i was just gonna say that i also really appreciate that he capitalizes every word of every song <laughs> awful trend I'm I done with this. The lowercase. I don't like the lowercase. Well, you as an Ariana Grande stand though are like yeah, but on some thin ice with that take because she's the queen of that. She yeah, like I know. That. Okay, I like everything she does. <laughs> Sorry, except I just for called that. you out. Okay, okay, yeah. It's I just a, don't get it. I don't really. I think before I think it didn't really. I think when she when Ariana released Sweetener, it was the first time she ever. Um, like had lowercase titles for her her songs oh really it was sweetener yeah i think it was started. sweetener was the first one the, what the, was the one before, <laughs> was it dangerous woman before sweetener yeah okay yeah um 
And so I was like, oh, this is cute. It's like one album where she's like not going to capitalize all the words. And then like, she's like too lo and behold, she's too traumatized to use capitals. She, she can't use capitals anymore, girl. She's scared of them. She's been like, out of school ah. for too long. Um, um, yeah. Oh, and but also recently um, Ariana and Thundercat collabed. On what? They, okay, so she did like a cover of them changes a while ago that yeah. song that i was yeah, initially were. talking about yeah. um and yeah there's i think i guess because of covid they're doing some kind of online virtual festival i think it's called the adult swim festival or something cute. and it was really cool like it was cute they had these like projected background animations and they were like super cute and funky and it was literally just like thundercat and um, I don't know the names of the other instrumentalists because I don't think they're really I don't know if they work with him like consistently but yeah. there was like a girl on keys and then there was this guy on drums and um, yeah and basically him and Ariana like sang the song together and they like harmonized and it was like cute, um, cute. except for there was like this one part where all the three instrumentalists, like, including Thundercat, they had these like riff solos at one point, and it was like so funky and like experimental. And Ar- and Ariana was just like swaying; she like didn't know what to do with herself. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go. She's like she. <laughs> Awful. She like brought back the the cat ears though because she was clapping with Thundercat. She, did she wear cat ears? In that in that video, which did she I was used to wear cat ears? Yeah, that was like her thing. She always wore oh, cat ears. Oh, she's cat. Yeah, I guess is that why she wore cat? <laughs> I, I think know. so. But she definitely had she's like a furry actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoa! <laughs> um, is Ariana the head of the furry community? I honestly think she is. She's she the should soundtrack. be. POV is, <laughs> yeah. POV is, POV is the, the furry s- soundtrack. <laughs> um, um, I also was like another. Um, <laughs> I so this album I felt like really uh, had a lot of trends that I've seen in music and Mm. I guess this isn't a trend but like there's been a lot of I think I've seen a lot of talk chatter online about like the return of the falsetto like I watched this video that was like talking about it yeah like I feel like a lot of artists are for a while I I wasn't hearing a lot of men sing in falsetto yeah and then Thundercat he does yeah it's like all falsetto actually I think for a lot of it, it is. Yeah, as far which is as like I really interesting. I'm, tr- I, you know, what I'm trying to figure out though. Is, does the weekend sing in falsetto? Ugh, I hate the weekend. I hate his voice. So, <laughs> so I don't. Much. I don't even care okay. if he sings in falsetto successfully. It still doesn't sound good to me, and I Weird. would rather like <laughs> KMS <laughs> than listen to the weekend. Whoa. Um, um, yeah. It's fun to watch him get. I don't. I. I don't like mind him. I don't like when people or yeah i don't really like his voice but i don't like when i don't like when people like call his music like sex music because i would like literally die <laughs> like for all of that if sex. that came on like while i was uh, um down yeah. and dirty <laughs> literally <laughs> um, yeah he's definitely not sex music but i will say that for some of this some album of were sex i literally wrote which one? Oh my god i wrote for unrequited love and for fair chance for mm. both firstly i wrote under unrequited love i wrote would defs get fucked to this whoa and then fair chance the last note i had for it was could also get fucked to this one <laughs> so thundercat is 
really doing it for me. A lot of them were in the like, bedroom. Yeah. Are you gonna add them to your playlist? <laughs> yeah, my my horrible sex playlist. No, I like no, mine is so bad. No, mine is really bad because it's like this is good. Uh I was like listening. I was like going I'm through used it. To yours. I know, you told me. <laughs> Because mine sucks and I like, don't Yeah, wanna. but like, I was like thinking of some of the songs that came on and I was like, why are these all like slow romantic ballads when like, <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend. I haven't had a boyfriend Whoa. for like almost two years now. And it's Jeez. like, I don't, I don't feel romantic with yeah, anyone I have sex I with because I'm not in love. There's like a tight, there's like a, it's like a very <laughs> tight rope. Um, it's a tight walk, a tight rope walk. Tight. Tight rope. Tight rope. It's like, uh, there's a line that like is really important to keep in mind. There's a fine line. It's a fine line. There we go. Um, <laughs> when, sorry, English is my third language. Yeah, so, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, polyglot. Um, there's a fine, fine line between uh, like sex songs that if they're a bit too romantic, it's weird. Yeah. Because you want it to be like, but then also if they're like, like, I could never have sex with, like, S&M. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could never. Like, it's too, like, too First little. of all, the BPM is way too fast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that isn't gonna work. <laughs> but also, um, I just think that it's, like, overtly sexual. Like, I don't like songs that are, like... Describing sex Describing sex because I think it's, like, kind of, like, cringy. Like, yeah, I know she, you know I, mean? I guess. I mean, I guess some of my songs on my playlist no, are like that i guess um, i guess that was a while ago that I, I used yours but i didn't i didn't mind it there was like a pink floyd song that i was like i don't like feel okay i'm sorry sexy i'll say wow. this right now yeah i don't know i just think i'm trying to definitely curate like a sexy vibe versus like the contents of the lyrics you know because yeah. i just feel like Sometimes, honestly, that's why this is so good is because there's, like, it's just, like, bass for I could a lot play of this, it. I could play the entire album, probably. Honestly, have sex instrumental music for, for yeah. sex is, like, a really, really good I agree. choice. You don't have to listen to anyone sing anything, and it doesn't become weird. It's just, like... I just, like, can't, like, I get too, like, in, like, in, I just, <laughs> I start, like, channeling the song. Like, I just can't, like, I'm, I'm such, like... You're such a Pisces moon. I'm such a Pisces You're so emotional. Mood. I was gonna no, I was gonna say like I'm such like a fag. Like I oh, just Oh yeah, like, you really are. Yeah. <laughs> in, that, in that respect, I guess. I like I just sometimes these songs I'm like I just I get I get distracted by them too. I mean yeah. men can only have like one focus and I know. As you you know, don't have to tell you me know very well living with me. <laughs> I like can't hold I can't do anything yeah. at the same time. Um Yeah. I was also going to comment, you you were talking about instrumental music, and that made me think of something I thought of when I was listening to mm. this, um, but, like, I feel like the thing I really enjoy about this album specifically, and just Thundercat's vibe and his production in general, um, is that I feel like you don't have to listen to the words or the instrumentals if you don't want to like you can listen to one line separately and you can kind of disregard mm. the other part of the song and it's still like you still receive just as much yeah like i was thinking i was like well you know if you listen to the lyrics they're always really sweet and i actually really liked a lot of the lyrics in this album i thought they were really like lovey and romantic and, like, and it was really cute I, wrote. Like, I was like it was just mm. this, these cute confessional like, yeah little, intimate moments and they weren't again similar to bjork mm -hmm. it was like a few lines and he would just repeat that mm -hmm. for like the rest of the song yeah which i thought was really effective but that's what i mean is like you don't 
necessarily have to pay attention or super close attention to the lyrics um and like not enjoy it as much you still get as much out of it by just listening to the instrumentation but also if you just want to listen to the words and have like the instrumentation there as kind of an aside Mm -hmm. i mean it's kind of hard to obviously do that because that's not how it was produced but if you want to just kind of be hyper focused on the lyrics then you can also choose to do that yeah so it's this really cool medium that i i feel like I don't know, he accomplishes it so well and in such a cool way. And he's not, like, directing your attention any which way, which mm-hmm. I really like. Like, I feel like if you're listening to yeah, this... Yeah, I guess that's you... what I was trying to <laughs> say in a very rambly way. Um, I, well, I was going to say, if you are going to listen to this album, like, after listening to this episode, or um, or you're going to re-listen to it or whatever, like, the way that I felt my listening experience was augmented was when I had fun choosing like elements to listen to and that's the nice thing is he doesn't point you he doesn't point you anywhere he provides like a million layers like a million harmonies these like cool intricate jazz harmonies that like yeah you don't really hear in popular music that often or contemporary Mm -hmm. music um and they're you don't hear them utilized this way either but like the amount of instruments that you hear the amount of layering that you hear it provides you an opportunity to like sit and really decide what you want to listen to and yeah and try to pick out like okay like this like weird synth pattern that's happening yeah or, there's like, a lot of like video gamey I know, sounds like, i, I cool felt like i think sounds. it was actually um I think it was I Love Louis Cole where I was like, I feel like I'm playing Rainbow Road on Mario Kart. Yeah, like, was, that's literally I how I felt. That. It was so fun. It was so it was cute. Like, a lot of the songs are really fun. Like I wrote, um, well, the I Love Louis one was my favorite. I, I One of my favorites was Black Walls, which I've heard before. Mm-hmm. That was like the one song I knew from this album, but it was like collab dream team, like him, Childish. Uh, <laughs> what is that? The only one I remember. <laughs> Um, was this at the, at the beginning of the album? It was like the fourth song. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Steve oh, the, Lacey. The I love. Yeah. That was like Steve a really Lacey, funky song, right? Steve Arrington. Yeah. Like, it was just such a good team of musicians who, like, all banded together for this one song. And it was just so cool. Mm. I don't know. I thought this one was, like, that one to me, Black Walls. It sounded like a fusion of, like, Steely Dan and Jamiroquai. Jim, Jim, Jamiroquai? Yeah, Jamiroquai. I don't know how to say his name, sorry. Um, The guy who sings Can't Heat, like, um, the fun one, you know? Um, I thought it was interesting, too, like, the take on, like, uh, you know, you hear a lot of rappers, like, talk about, like, this, like, started from the bottom narrative, right? Yeah. The, like, I guess it's, like, the glow-up narrative. Right. I hadn't heard it, like, I hadn't heard that narrative be expressed in the way that it was expressed and on this album mm. you know i guess it's, it is like a different genre than, than rap which is like um obviously like much more wordy and yeah there's like it's like a completely different genre but i thought like he had this whole like story about like buying a house and stuff like mm. and like i just hadn't heard uh like a glow up i don't know if this is a glow up record but a glow up yeah. song for yeah. sure um like articulated that way yeah and i thought that was really really cool like a funk cool. like i don't know it was just like the the mix of genres i think was like super super interesting yeah i agree so it's cool i don't know i like yeah i like i love him and like he i don't know it's just like so much of the lyricism that he displays is i feel like it's so evocative of like who mm-hmm. he is and after watching like i've seen a few of Sorry, they're literally children, Ugh. like, screaming in the hallway. So cute. Wow. Um, 
But I was saying that I feel like his lyrics are just so evocative of who he is. And Mm -hmm. I've seen a few interviews with him in the past, but like I was watching a few in preparation for today. And he's just like such a bubbly, like fun person. And Mm -hmm. I actually like forgot how kind of upbeat he was. And I was like, whoa, this is like super cool. And he was just so informed and and also informative. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I really, I really like him, and he's super cute. <laughs> and, he's so cute. I just was looking up a picture of him. Yeah. Oh my god, he's so cute. And his style is so unique and like funky, and it's I don't know. He just this would be he like rocks such a fun so cool. record to go see live. Yeah, like, I know. I feel and I feel like a lot of it felt improvisatory, and I think that oh, it probably was. And yeah, it, probably a lot of it would probably be improvised in a different way. Yeah, live, which and like really cool. This album too. I read that he dedicated it to the late and great Mac Miller because him and Mac were like super oh, close friends. friends. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I also today um i don't know if you noticed me sitting and vibing to music but i was watching mac miller's tiny desk concert that he like recorded i I think it was like the year he passed away but it was a few months or like a month before or something which is insane to me it's like that's when did he die like september of 2018 2018, i forget the exact date but yeah i just like that was filmed august of 2018 and him and and thundercat was part of the tiny desk concert with him he like played bass on Mm -hmm. one of mac's songs in the tiny desk and like i don't know you could just immediately see how how warm of a person thundercat was just like the way that mac felt because i don't know mac is just i'm like speaking as if i knew him first person Mm -hmm. but that's how you feel with like his music particularly but like you could tell that in front of an audience like he didn't really like speaking and so i just felt like him having Thundercat there and like having his close friend there was just like really important to him and and they would just make jokes with each other in front of the audience yeah. and it was just obvious that Thundercat made him so comfy yeah. and like that's how I felt when I was watching interviews with him too I was like wow he's such a like personable guy yeah it's such a like I said like the humor and the playfulness of the record is so um it like really draws you in and yeah I, I just like love hearing that when I hear like music and um, especially on that funk song, but throughout, when you hear people just having fun with, with what they're doing, and yeah. just vibing and creating, I think that it's, it makes it, like, a great listening experience. Yeah. <clears throat> because it's just so much more, it feels so much more human. It doesn't yeah. feel as, I guess, filtered, or, um, the, the intent feels different. So, I don't know, I just, I, I really liked the, those elements of it. Yeah. He's so cool. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> Good job, Thundercut. Yeah. How did you feel? Okay. If you had one word to use to describe oh the album. Oh my god, don't do this to me. This is from, this is my sister <clears throat> who told us to do this. Thanks, and I was Mary. like, let's try to. Um, okay, wait, you go first. With a word. <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably say like amicable yeah that's how i feel generally how about you um yeah like i guess like multi-dimensional to me Mm, that's a good one felt like like this whole layers thing i thought was really interesting yeah and and how um you couldn't really pick out a lot of like tracks from yeah i mean like it, it was all kind of 
homogenous in this way that like I, at times I felt was like frustrating because I was like I can't make out yeah this like texture. what this is yeah and then at other times I was like oh this is like really really draws me in and it's really cool about yeah it, so. cool yeah I mean I think like with I mean his music specifically I definitely like resonate with that frustration because I was like wow I feel like I have to like understand all these instruments in order to like get what he's putting down but at the mm-hmm. same time I was like no you could be like probably the most like well-versed musician and still feel kind of like lost and I think you're just supposed to go with the wave Mm -hmm. and I think like that's a huge thing is like maybe this is just kind of music that you have to like learn to really love if you don't love it immediately Mm um yeah I don't know because if I don't know I I know there are people who don't like this kind of experimental like multi-dimensional like you said style yeah so I definitely think like it maybe takes some time to listen to it but again that's with like any good music, I guess. Do you have a favorite song? Um, man, yeah. I mean, I really like Black Walls. I've heard it before, mm. but um, um, I really liked Overseas. Oh yeah, it was really cute, cute when yeah. he was talking about like traveling because I feel like everyone that one feels was so funny. Oh it was God, so the, like, funny weird, when like, they're like, "Let's go to Moscow." At the like, end. I was like, "Okay, Russian uh, representation." He's like, "There's a guy in chains." Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah, <laughs> so I felt funny. like it was really funny and like sweet, and you know, we all feel really Daring, like yeah. stuck. And I feel like just the general message of the album is that we don't have any. Sometimes we don't have control mm. over a lot of situations that we find ourselves in in life, and like it is what it is and that's just kind of the mantra you have to keep repeating to yourself when things aren't necessarily going your way mm. and i just feel like he was able to to um you know provide us with that feeling in like every single song mm. so yeah i don't know i would definitely listen to it again yeah like it was I've definitely finished, like, a, i liked it it's an album in my library now yeah. so i think there's like i think for me there's probably like three or four songs that I'm, like, excited to revisit and listen yeah. to, then that'll probably draw me into the rest of the album again. And, like, yeah, and you again, should listen so. to Drunk. It's, like, very fun. It's, like, similar. He has, another album? His yeah, this is, like, the, the older one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, like, it's also really humorous and, like, mm-hmm. funny. When you listen to it, you're like, what? These lyrics are so, like, bizarre, but they're so cute and yeah. fun. Yeah. Sweet. Cute. Thundercat, you done good. Thanks, Sabrina. Yeah, and thank you, Zabby. Work. That's what, that's what you get to call her when you're friends with her. Yeah. I have to, like, meet You have to meet her, her first. first. Then um, you get Zabby rights. Zabby privileges. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think next week... This is... I don't know when this is going to come out, but next week we're going to be... <laughs> reviewing, oh, my God. <laughs> reviewing Three by the Lumineers. Um, <laughs> my sweet, sweet sister. Uh, is really vibing with that album at the moment. And no she... judgment. I No judgment, no judgment at all. No, I'm just saying. Kat thinks I'm going to roast her. No. no I'm going to listen 100%... to this earnestly. Yeah, yeah. No, she thinks I'm going to roast her. And I promised her that I... I promised her that I would be honest. And that might mean roasting her. Um, if, yeah. If it's horrible. But I don't, it's probably not horrible. She, no, I'm going in with good Kat expectations. Kat is the one who introduced me to Billie Eilish. So... Listen... Thought and you can't stop itself. singing when the party's over. Literally, I will, like... Like, I will literally die roll myself yeah. into my grave yeah. if he sings that one, one more time. Um, that's when I'm going to sing tomorrow when they put me under. under <laughs> when they give me my anesthesia. <laughs> when you wake up, you're going to be in, like, this, like, white room with, like, bright hospital lights. Like, and like, don't. 
<laughs> it's like the perfect video, the music video setup for a Billie Eilish yeah, song. Yeah, who's going to film me coming out of my coma singing <laughs> Billie me? Eilish? I'm so excited. Um, um, sweet. Cool. Thanks, guys. I think we're thinking about making, I don't know how long this is, but I think we're like aiming to make the episodes a little shorter than the last yeah. one. That was our introductory. Like, yeah, we had to we take to. up all the time we needed to take. Yeah. But cool. if you are interested in listening to these albums before we listen to them, Lumineers is... Three by the Lumineers. She's the one for next week. Sweet. Cool. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. I chose the album, It Is What It Is by Thundercat, because I believe this album represents the potential for the next decade to uplift musicians in their raw, unfiltered vision for their music. I think Thundercat is a great example of someone who's just unapologetically him in all aspects. Like, he has a very vibrant and rich vision that weaves its way into every element of his art. Uh, it definitely helps that Thundercat is extremely proficient on his instrument. Like, he is a phenomenal bassist, and it seems to me like he can just say exactly what he wants to say through his instrument, which is more than most musicians can say, you know? Like, that takes years and years and years of work and understanding your instrument and understanding how the music works. And I don't know, it just feels like it you know, it moves through him in this really cool way. And it's no wonder the music is fucking awesome. As well as being silly and relatable. It's just great stuff, man. Super inspiring. So yeah, that's my little blurb. Thundercat is awesome. And I'm really stoked to see what he creates and how he inspires other musicians just like him. That was Sabrina. Peace. Did you wear the dress just for me?